episode of Whitey Puzzleman's Crossword Hour. It's me, your host, Bianca Brady, here with my intrepid co-host, the one, the only, it's Olivia Shepson. Hello. Hello. How are you? Doing great. Yeah. I. We were just talking before we turned the mics on about the science of caffeine. Mm. Um, Olivia had a quad. Yeah, a quadruple, that is four <laughs> shots of espresso. I had an iced coffee with a double shot of espresso. I got nothing. I got nothing to show for it. Yeah, I was saying I think there's a point at which caffeine stops working or has the opposite effect. Makes you sleepy. Or weird. I just started doing the quad and I feel self-conscious ordering it. Do you just order it as a hot quad? Well, I was embarrassed to say the word quad before. So for a while I was saying, could I have two espressos in one cup? (laughs) Two double espressos in one cup. And uh, now I'm saying quad feels like I've passed the point of no return where my body's going to grow to expect that amount. Right. Like one spro is not going to... But it's just, it's not, is it as much liquid as like a small coffee? It's just... No, it's uh, it's probably like three ounces. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you doctor it up? I usually just put a little water in it to cool it off, and then I chug it. Nice. (laughs) I shoot it. (laughs) That's See, that's what I do in the winter when I get a cup of coffee. I ask them to put a splash of iced coffee in it to cool it down so that I can drink it immediately. I like that because I thought you were going to say like ice cube, but that's a great idea. Yeah, everybody, every barista is either like really aggravated or they're like, what are you, some kind of a genius? (laughs) And, you know, occasionally both. Yeah. Because that's an aggravating request. It is, but true freaks (laughs) will know. (laughs) True scientists. (laughs) I'm true caffeine addicts. Yeah. Like... There's nothing worse than sitting on the subway with coffee in your hand, but you can't drink it because it's too hot. Right. It's I don't have that kind of restraint to no. stare at a coffee. I have the same thought about Hot Pockets and pizza rolls. Yeah, you got to wait. I can't wait. Yeah, and if I'm eating a Hot Pocket, you know I'm desperate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just... It's like it's like when your phone breaks, like say your phone breaks and then you're looking at it and it's just like a piece of plastic <laughs> that you're holding, you know, mm-hmm. same with a coffee that's too hot. It's like I'm just holding something annoying <laughs> in my hand. Anyway, this is what we have to say and this is what we have to talk about. Um, we did get a listener mail this week. 
from listener um Paul Shepson. <laughs> he wrote in about a word that came up last week we did not know, which is shoes. Um, S-C-H-U-S-S. Yes. To shoes is to go downhill skiing very fast. Or you can shoes your pants. Is <laughs> <laughs> another more fun way. So rather than sort of like carve and like go hither Woo. and like Woo. back and forth. Woo. Shoesing is just you're yeah. Straight down the alley. Yeah, which sounds pretty scary. Yeah. J- I, just I mean, shoes down. That's how I used to do it when I was a child. <laughs> and you're just like ah. I was scared. And I would sing myself a song. <laughs> Because I was scared every time. I w- there was a like a kid song from maybe Nickelodeon or maybe like my children's chorus that was like, <laughs> it's going to be just fine. It's going to be fine. <laughs> It'll work out just fine. <laughs> and I would sing that every time I went down the ski run at Ward Hill, which was barely even like an incline. Do you sing that song to yourself in the mirror or in the morning on the way to work? Yeah. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. <laughs> um, the puzzles this week, crossword puzzles, New York Times. Sunday. The failing New York Times. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday, September 15th to Saturday, September 21st. Can we just take a moment? It's friggin' September. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Time. Time flies. Uh, yeah. This has got to be around episode 30 or something. I think it's 33. Damn. The Jesus Damn, episode. Daniel. <laughs> Back at it again with Whitey Puzzleman. <laughs> <laughs> The Whitey Puzzleman vans. We should get those. <laughs> that one would be perfect. I mean, basically, the checkered vans already are crossword puzzle vans. Damn. They. I can't believe they didn't hop on that, like, make vans that said, damn, Daniel, on them. In crossword puzzle? Or the, or the crossword puzzle. We could just buy them and sharpie them in like we're emos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what emo kids used to do yeah writing on your shoes is like a big marker of teenage (laughs) self-expression or like white out yeah on your backpack yeah you kidding me (laughs) on the jansport um this time of year always makes me think of uh the song maggie may by rod stewart I don't know it. Can you Wake sing it? Up, oh, Maggie, I think I've got something to say to you. It's late September and I really should be getting back to school. It's like he's a teen and mm-hmm. he's like shacking up with an older woman named Maggie. Oh, really? And he's like, I think I should go to school. <laughs> I have to leave your bed now. Yeah. <laughs> so Go to high school. This episode is dedicated to that song. All right. Um, Sunday Puzzle 915 is by Andrew Kingsley, and the title is Get Your Mind Out of Out of the Gutter. <laughs> so this puzzle is actually bowling themed, and there's like a bowling ball illustration in the actual grid. <laughs> 
That's pretty cute. Yeah, Jeff Chen said that he made a comment about how it looks like the finger holes on the ball look like a little face that is looking at the clue and answer NSFW. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I like that little detail where the bowling ball is like, ooh. Shocked. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's a theme revealer of sorts at 109 down. Bowler's targets, 10 of which can be found appropriately arranged in this puzzle. And the answer is pins. So there's the word pin going down is like interspersed all throughout the puzzle in a pattern that looks like bowling pins. Very cute. It's awesome. Then there's also some bowling related pun clues (laughs) just in case. You didn't already think bowling was very cool. Um, three down. Perfect places for bowlers to aim? Strike zones. <laughs> Five down. We've got comment when you need a serious comeback at the end of a bowling game. No time to spare. What? I, I don't really get that. Um, the answer is funny, but the setup for Com- the pun doesn't make a lot of sense. Serious comeback. Oh, like comeback and score. I thought it meant comeback like to a Yeah, disc. I thought it was a rebuttal. Yeah. Okay, whatever. A little clunky. Uh, 12 down. Whether to aim at 7 or 10 in bowling. Split decision. Okay, and then we'll go to 14 down. We've got disappointing news for a bowler. Lane closure. Boo. (laughs) How am I going to get my bowl on? (laughs) 73 down. Pace at which bowlers complete their games. Frame rate. And then finally, 78 down. When I find it, you'll know because I'll say it is hip bowling enthusiasts, alley cats. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, bowling is not something that I do enough of, I think. I think we we ought to go. Yeah, we ought to. Um, The gutter in Williamsburg is fun. But the way to bowl is typically like three or four hours. Yeah, that's insane. I don't want to wait. I don't know where else to go. I think there's a spot in Sunset Park. Melody Lanes. All right, all right. Yeah, we could go there. That would be fun. Or we could go to Chelsea Pierce, but I think that's expensive. Probably. It is all kind of expensive, but it's a lot of fun. I mean, it seems like the type of activity that's, super popular in certain areas, certain communities. And mm-hmm. I I don't know why it's not more popular in more places that I am. Mm-hmm. Because it seems like a good activity for like drinkers and non-drinkers to do together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess it's probably an issue of space that it's mm. not more popular in some places. But I don't know. Brooklyn Bulls, 
I feel like not. I don't like it because it's like a hybrid space. I don't like hybrid spaces. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like like a like a multi-use venue. No, like a movie theater with a bar in it, or like anything that transitions from day to night. <laughs> It's a coffee shop, and then it's a disco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like these quote-unquote puns are sort of literal. Yeah. So they could just have been, without the question mark, like good clues and answers. Right. But because of the question mark, it's like, that's not a joke. Right. Perfect places for bowlers to aim. Our strike zone. Right. Um, but I thought split decision was good, whether to aim at seven or ten. Mm-hmm. I liked lane closure. <laughs> it is a bummer when uh, that happens. Yeah. To um, me. Anything else that stuck out to you here? Mm, yep. 94 across. More streaked as marble. And the answer is veinier. I haven't heard that adjective in the context of marble countertops. But next time I visit someone with marble <laughs> countertops, I will be sure to comment on their veininess. <laughs> They'll be like, fuck you, get out of my house. And you'll be like, no, it's a compliment. It's veinier. Um, I wrote, Interesting trivia about 42 across film monster originally intended as a metaphor for nuclear weapons. Godzilla. I didn't know that. I feel like that's a good fact to pull out. Um, if you're talking to a, a man in his twenties <laughs> <laughs> or thirties, a white male and do like a little bit of actually, yeah. And then he'll be like, I know. And then he'll say, he'll like counter it. He'll with one up. More trivia. And you'll be like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. You're the one who knew the fact, you know? So that doesn't sound like fun, actually. Now that I say it, <laughs> cancel that fact. Uh, I feel like 90 across, notable Nixon gesture. Answer is V sign. V sign is a little crossword alien to me. I know that if you Google V sign, it will come up with peace sign, but it's not known as the V sign. The president did a V sign on television <laughs> to denote <laughs> positive <laughs> things, <laughs> positive uh, entry into a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's weird that that was like his signature move. Right. It seems counterintuitive. Do you think he practiced it in front of the mirror before he debuted it? Yeah. He's like, the people will really like this. It will make me seem really relatable. Just make my neck disappear. (laughs) Put my arms all the way up. I wish you all could have just seen Bianca's neck disappear. (laughs) He's doing too much. (laughs) Um, Eight down. Let's see. What did I write? Oh. The clue is in quotes, you got that right. And the the answer is word. 
I don't really think those two are interchangeable. <laughs> Just like tonally, they're pretty different. You got that right. <laughs> Word. <laughs> You're right about the tonal difference mm-hmm. for sure. Um, 67 was a fun tidbit. Clue is first word across in the world's first crossword, 1913. Fun is the answer, fun. Yeah, I wrote, um, very convincing, guys. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, no, seriously, I think you're really going to like this. (laughs) (laughs) To let the first crossword doers know that it is, in fact, fun, <laughs> contrary to what you might be thinking. Yeah, this is fun. Don't let anyone tell you different. Anything else in this bowling puzzle? Mm, I briefly noted 112 across. The clue is, it's a tragedy when seen in close-up, but a comedy in the long shot per Charlie Chaplin. Answer is life. Why? Because we're so insignificant. It's hilarious that we care about the daily minutia. Um, but when you pan out. Yeah, I think it's just like he's doing like philosopher. He's doing like, can you even believe the rat race, modern times? Like, look at yourself, man. What does it all mean? Yeah. Um, he was kind of the first guy to do that. Oh, yeah. But funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, We watched that movie Modern Times in a class in college. I was in with a friend of the show, Nora, and she and I were cracking up the whole movie and nobody else in class was laughing at all. It's really funny. There's a lot of great slapstick and he gets like caught up in, you know, a clock. Mm -hmm. It's funny. Um, I'm sure I was among the dummies who didn't get it at the time I watched it because mm. I was too jejun. <laughs> <laughs> the intro to film history. Should we move on to Monday? Sure. Okay. This is Collab, Amanda Rifkin, Rafkin, and Ross Trudeau. The theme is revealed at 58 across. In quotes, to be totally clear... Or why to bring in a 17, 27, or 45 across? And the answer is just for the record. So 17 across is adjudicator of an attempt at a physical feat, say? Guinness official, 27 across, vocalist who doesn't tour, a studio singer, um, where am I? Oh. 27 across. Yeah. Uh, 45 across. One versed in shorthand. Stenographer. So these are people who are there just for the record. Guinness officials, studio singers, and stenographers. Nice. Just for the record, the center of the puzzle is <laughs> but. <laughs> I wrote... Great placement. <laughs> Rear end, but <laughs> that's funny. It is. Did you have a Guinness Book of World Records? 
I don't think I owned one, but I used to check them out of the library to see freaky stuff. Yeah. Like a guy with a hundred clothes pins on his face. <laughs> <laughs> or like longest fingernails. That's the one that really sticks with me. Yeah. His longest fingernails. Because they curved into a perfect spiral. <laughs> and they were so like brown and gross. Mm-hmm. Yellow. Or like man with most tattoos or just. I was there for the grotesque. Yeah. And it had, there was like a time when that and the Ripley's, believe it or not, universe was really popular, I think. Yeah. Well, they definitely used to come out with that book every year. Mm-hmm. I, I guess they still do it. I don't know if they still put them in children's libraries. <laughs> <laughs> it was like such a big deal. Yeah. Like, Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah. It's like the freakiest thing you can find in the school library. Yeah. yeah it was good. <sighs> I wish I had a record. A world record. You probably have some small, obscure one. Mm. Like what? Mm. Hours spent watching Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That can't be the most of anyone. (laughs) There's got to be a better person at that than me. Yeah. I guess you'd have to be on repeats several times over. Uh, Let's do crossword cuisine at 37 down. Dish of thinly sliced raw meat. Carpaccio. Mm. Yum. Um, A little crossword alien-y though. I'll have a dish of thinly sliced raw meat. <laughs> hmm. um, the theme also, they said in their constructor notes was supposed to be like Pride Month, which is the answer to 11 down. It's too bad it was not more timely, like during Pride Month. Mm. But I had a couple notes about that because I feel like... Um, so 12 down, the clue is drag neckwear. Uh-huh. The answer is boas. I feel like we need a little update. Yeah. Because it, um, I don't find most contemporary drag queens to be that tacky. I think they've <laughs> kind of leveled up from yeah. feather boas. Boa, yeah, is kind of a relic. If If a drag queen came out in a boa, I would think she was doing like, you know, a play on... Right. Drag queens of yore. Yeah. Um, My only other note was about 24 down. Mm -hmm. The clue is Oscar winner Sorvino, and the answer is Mira. Mira Sorvino from Romy and Michelle. Mm -hmm. So I was like, what did she win an Oscar for? And do you know this already? Uh, she played um, a porn star in a Woody Allen movie. Um, oh, when she was young? Um, I don't know. I think it was 1995, so I don't know if that pre or post dates Romeo and Michelle. Um, she looks pretty young. Um, but the movie's called Mighty Aphrodite, and you can't find it anywhere except for like on DVD for $50. So Weird. Yeah. I wanted to watch it because I was curious. She won an Oscar, but it's been canceled. <laughs> I think it's canceled. <laughs> oh, 
Interesting. I've heard that phrase before, mighty Aphrodite, and but I didn't really. I don't know. I haven't seen really any Woody Allen movies. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. I saw Midnight in Paris. I think that's it. I haven't even seen any of the classics. Oh. Not even Vicky Christina person. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Tuesday? Sure. This is by Paul Coulter. Um, the theme is kind of like, you know, loose, I would say. A little loosey-goosey. 17 across. Like a happy astronaut over the moon. 24 across. Like a happy portrait model, sitting pretty. 38 across, like a happy mountaineer on top of the world. 49 across, like a happy medium in good spirits. And 59 across, like a happy meteorologist on cloud nine. So like... A happy medium is an actual phrase. So mm -hmm. that doesn't, but none of the other ones are. Yeah. Well. And then I thought like maybe it's sort of about space over the moon and cloud nine, but no portrait model sitting pretty. Yeah. I, I'm, I don't know. It's uh, a little loose. It's a little loose. <laughs> I guess probably appropriate for early in the week. Mm -hmm. um, but it's happy. It is happy. Have you ever been happy? What? <laughs> uh, happy. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the, someone asked me that, like, came in a fancy fancy and was like, you seem tired. I was like, what? She was like, are you happy? It's like, you're a stranger. Are you happy? <laughs> I know. It's like when people tell you to f just find your passion. <laughs> You're like, okay. <laughs> Will do. I took issue with one across. The clue is pettable purrer. And the answer is lap cat. <laughs> God bless you. All cats are lap cats. Yeah. And dogs can be lap dogs or not. But there's no such thing as lap cat. That's not a phrase. That's a good point. It's I didn't think term. about lap dog is a thing. Lap cat's not a thing. That's fucked up. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am very confused by 64 across and 8 down. I don't know if I'm missing something because I'm in the app or what. But 64 across, the clue is just a capital H. And the answer is ETA. And 8 down, the clue is just a capital P. And the answer is R-H-O. I think it's a Greek letters. Mm. Rho and Ada. But those with the Greek letters for H and P are Ada and Rho? That seems... I think. Weird. I took an intro to philosophy class where we had to learn the Greek alphabet. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't do well in that class. What's the utility when reading philosophy 
of knowing the Greek alphabet? I don't know. I think it was just like, ah, give them something to do. (laughs) (laughs) Memorize this. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think that's what it is. That was my guess anyways. Another question Mm -hmm. was about nine down. The clue is prefix with cash, C-A-C-H-E. Answer is geo. You familiar with geocaching? Isn't it like a scavenger hunt, but like something about tech? You use a GPS. Seems like it would defeat the purpose of a scavenger hunt. It's more just like directions. So what do you get? What's like in a the little cache? box and maybe like a little note. I don't know. <laughs> I think. I'm sure there is some deep web shit geocaching where you find bitcoins in the box. <laughs> but is it like Pokemon Go to the polls? Yeah, maybe so. I mean, when I did just the cursory Google search, there are YouTube videos of like me on my geocache, and it's like you know a nerd. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like. I like getting to my destination as much as the next person. (laughs) But usually I expect more out of my destination than a little box. Going to geocache my way home. (laughs) I don't know. It's a new verb for going anywhere. Yeah. Um, I wrote, huh? Next to 65 across. The clue is pouty face. And the answer is M-O-U-E. (laughs) <laughs> what? Moe? Moo? Ma. Moo. Meh. Meh. Pouty face. <laughs> what is that word? It <laughs> sucks as a word. Maybe it is like onomatopoeia. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> the other gross thing in this puzzle was was 28 down. The clue is color akin to eggplant. The answer is puce. (laughs) I had no idea. I've heard of the color puce and been like, I'll never know what color that is. (laughs) (laughs) And now I know. It's akin to eggplant. What what differentiates it from eggplant? I couldn't tell you. But Uh, it's more puce than eggplant. (laughs) kind of sounds like purple in which case Mm. giving kind of a bad name to a purple color right i think of it as like the purplish yellow of an aging bruise okay puce (laughs) (laughs) that makes sense um the last thing i had about this puzzle was six down uh the clue is the HMS Bounty stopped here in 1788. And the answer is Tahiti. I took a whole class in college about a poem about the mutiny on the bounty by the poet Derek Walcott. The class was called Walcott's The Bounty. So I know a lot about this. Thing that happened that is such a specific course was that like a seminar was it like a, a higher level course it was like a small like a 
reading class. We, I mean, we read other stuff, obviously, but it was like we read stuff that was like related to the stuff in that poem about that historical event. So the stop in Tahiti was important. Oh yeah, momentous. Oh yeah, and then they brought um, this plant called breadfruit from Tahiti to the Caribbean, and that was like a big, also deal. Hmm. Captain Bly, he was played by Marlon Brando in the movie. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. You watched the movie in class? You know it, dude. Nice. And then we ate Bounty Bars, which is like a candy, the coconut. This is like, it's all connected, man. You know, the past, the present, the future. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hell yeah. That sounds fun. Should we move on? I would love to just keep talking about that for an hour. (laughs) (laughs) We could move on. The Mutiny on the Bounty. The Mutiny on the Bounty. I forget the name of the mutineer. If anybody could just write in (laughs) whiteypuzzleman at gmail.com. It was Captain Bly. And then the guy who is the mutineer. I want to say something with a C. Crispin, Kripkin, <laughs> some such thing such as that. Anyway, I don't remember. Seems like prime Jeopardy content. Mm-hmm, for sure. Wednesday, September 18th, The Puzzles by John Renholt. The theme has shaded squares. It's revealed at 53 across. Um, let's see here. The clue is how a perfect pitch comes or a hint to the missing parts of the shaded answers. And the answer there is down the pipe, which, you know, caused a real uproar online, I guess, because down the pipe is like now seen as a real expression but it's because people got down the pike wrong so many times that they were like fine it could be down the pipe too oh okay. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so um there's like shaded square uh answers in like a line um three down feature of a skate park is the clue the answer is half half pipe uh, 24 across, muffler attachment, tail, pipe. 29 across, hat worn by Abraham Lincoln, stove, pipe. Uh, 45 across, weapon in clue, lead, pipe. And then 49 down, trachea, wind, pipe. So pipe (laughs) (laughs) i feel like um i'm surprised there isn't like a down the wrong pipe oh that would be good sort of thing which would tie in with windpipe you know and yeah because that's the wrong pipe the windpipe it is the wrong when you get liquids in it or solids but when you get air in it that's good. Right pipe. That's the right pipe. 
<laughs> the title just should have been Pipe, and then he kind of could have gone different ways with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they look like stair steps. They're going down. I think they look like a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Funky pipe. Yeah. One with a lot of winding turns. Pretty funky pipe. I don't think much about pipes, I'll tell you. However, when my apartment building where I live was being repaired after a fire, they had to replace all the gas lines. Mm. And there was like a whole building code situation, um, as you can see. They replaced them. You can see the pipe there. It says mm. natural gas on it in a yellow sticker. <laughs> but I learned a lot about pipes when I was here with the plumber. I was like, Nick, I know you don't have the permits, but I got to ask what is going on. Please explain it to me. And he took me down to the basement showed me where the pipes connect the pipes the gas pipes can't be painted how many pounds of pressure can go through the pipes <laughs> um so i know a lot about it now mm -hmm. um if anybody has any questions during that time you were thinking about pipes i was by necessity i was now like, not so much please somebody talk to me about pipes <laughs> it's a walk down memory lane yeah yeah what else here? Um, 15 across, lofty abode. is an airy, A-E-R-I-E, apparently. I thought it was American Eagle underpants <laughs> store. I know. It's like, shut up. That's, you just needed those letters. Yeah. It's just a friggin' house for birds. Oh, it's a house for birds? I think. Oh, I thought it was a reference to like um, an apartment. <laughs> I did too. Oh, okay. But I don't know. Well, that the bird thing would make sense because the logo of American Eagle underpants is a bird. And an American Eagle. Yeah. To boot. Oh, their whole brand is birds. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> I haven't bought anything from there in a long time. No. But they do have like, you know. Corporate feminism really down pat. Yeah. They're like, look, if you buy this underwear, it means you like fat people <laughs> and you don't hate them, you know, and you don't hate yourself and you're doing it a good job. Um, 41 across. Mm. The quote is a little thing that makes a big difference per a popular saying. And the answer is attitude. I don't think that's a little thing. I think it's a big thing that makes a big difference. Yeah. It takes a lot. Yeah. To have a good mental attitude. Some might say it's impossible. <laughs> I won the mental attitude award in cross country, which means you are very slow and you're in spite of that. You have a good attitude. <laughs> Despite sucking, you're very supportive of those who are fast. You're like, I'll be back here. <laughs> you go. But they didn't accuse you of not trying hard enough? I mean, maybe the award is its own accusation. 
I don't know. <laughs> because I got, I got, uh, I almost failed gym class in eighth grade because of my attitude. <laughs> also, I've been fired from a job because of my attitude. <laughs> These are big things, yeah. you know. Uh, bad attitude will really get you in trouble. <laughs> You're so that it's a big thing. I it's think it's a big, a big thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a concerted effort on a daily basis. But if somebody like pegs you for having a bad attitude, there's very little you can do to change their <laughs> mind. I feel like completely do a 180. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm fool me. And even in my current job, it's like I have to really like remind myself to do like big smile, big good morning. <laughs> because otherwise they just seem like, I don't know, a mall goth or something. I don't know. Like, I imagine <laughs> Bianca's looking like a mall goth right now. Hey. Sort of shifty eyes. <laughs> Tired. I wrote on my shoes. <laughs> I imagine a sticky note on your computer monitor that says, Big smile, <laughs> big good morning. <laughs> I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write one <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> big smile, big good morning. Um, okay, should we move on? I just had one a couple more. more I thought oh, yeah. was funny. I thought thirty-three down was funny, and I got it immediately, which means it's a great clue. <laughs> clue is of questionable repute, and I was like, shady, bam. <laughs> And then my other question was about 52 across. Mm -hmm. Universal life force. Answer is chi. Are you familiar with chi? Because it's apparently universal and I'm not familiar with it. Yeah, it's um, the universal life force. It's like the energy. <laughs> like when people are doing Reiki. Or they're Tai Chi? Like, they're, yeah, they're harnessing it. Oh, okay. So it's like to do with chakras, I think, also. Cool. Or acupuncture has to do with it, where you're like, chi is blocked, so they got a friggin... Your everything is blocked, your universal life force The energy coursing through your cis. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I will... Look into it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thursday, September 19th, this puzzle's by David Kwong. As we all know, he is a magician and he was the consultant on the movie Now You See Me about magic. Oh, I didn't know this. Starring Jesse Eisenberg as magic leader. <laughs> Dory's favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you guys talk about this on... When the last episode on. you guys did together. I think she was on one a couple times that there were there was a Kwong puzzle. Okay. It was exciting for her because she loves magic. She loves Now You See Me. Yeah, there was some magic discussion while I was on sabbatical. And what's your take on magic? Um, the last time someone did magic to me, it was a guy who tapped me on a on my shoulder in a bar and asked me if I want to see magic. And I kind of rolled my eyes and was like, okay. Because he was wearing a poncho. I was like, I don't know where this is going. But I said, okay. I'm sorry. Bear with me. It's worth it. Um, I said, okay. And then 
He was really good at it. And his last bit of magic was that I picked a card, I memorized it, I put it back, and he shuffled it up and he said, how do you want me to show you your card? Oh, my God. And I said, chew it up and spit it out. And I'm staring at him the whole time, and he spits out a, like a chewed up folded card that was all slobbery, and it was mine. I couldn't believe it. I was drunk. So <laughs> it makes sense that he does it in a bar. Well, that's pretty cool. Did you catch his name? No. Was it David Kwong? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think it was David Kwong. Hmm. David Kwong. Do you know that trick? Right y- in. Yeah, right in. Um, this is a rebus. It was hard. It was hard. It was hard. Um, the theme was revealed at 62 across. What each of the programs in this puzzle has won at least once? And the answer is primetime Emmy. But anytime there's the letters M-E next to each other, it's in the same square. M-E. Primetime Emmy. M-E. Get it? Mm-hmm. Okay. She gets it. Uh, Nine across. The clue is 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011. And the answer is Mad Men. M-E. We've got 18 across. With 71 across, 2016, 2018. American Crime Story is 71 across. Haven't watched either of those shows. 24 across. 2015, 2016, 2018. Game of Thrones. Have watched it. 40 across. The clue is 2012. Homeland. And then 53 across. The clue is 1949. First winner. Pantomime quiz. Seen every episode. Just kidding. Never heard of it. <laughs> um... I actually got the Rebus really quickly at the Game of Thrones crossing three down Missouri with the. Okay. Because I knew that Missouri was the show me state. And I was like, me, M-E, me, you know. You're so smart. Did you, and then did you think M-E? Like Mm M-E? Mm-hmm. Damn. Well, you put it together fast. I did not. Also, what's a show me state? What does that mean? I don't know. That's why I always thought it was funny enough to remember. Like I'm from the show. <laughs> show me something. <laughs> curiosity. Healthy curiosity. State of healthy curiosity. And maybe it's like the geocaching capital of the country. <laughs> show me the tiny boxes. I'm kind of surprised that you haven't watched Mad Men. I know, I tried, but... Didn't get into it? No. Damn. I know. Well... It looks really good. Yeah. Is there still time? Am I too late? No, I say give it a go. I rewatched it, and it was even better the second time around. More like... It's more like the fourth time around for me. (laughs) I love that show. It's an American favorite. Yeah. It's Nora's fave. Mm. And you guys both love Succession, too. Yeah, which you also have to watch. For all our similarities, 
feel like we watch different things. And You and me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have a hard time watching things I haven't seen before. And I have a hard <laughs> time watching things that are like serious and you have to pay attention. Yeah. Because I can't commit. Yeah. I start a lot of stuff and then stop it yeah. very quickly. So I get what you're saying. I think we've joked before that watch it again is the best category <laughs> on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones, though, that's the one of these shows that I've that I committed to, but really only because I read all the books mm -hmm. and then the show came out after that because yeah. I'm a huge nerd. No, I'm not. I'm fucking cool. Anyway, I read all the books. The show came out. I watched it. And um, by the end, I was like, this is not worth it. Mm hmm. This is a waste of my time. It seemed like an upset for a lot of people. Yeah. I didn't watch it, but um, so aside from me trying to understand this Rebus puzzle, the only other note I had was about a clue that was hard, which was 20 across. The clue is food package info, and the answer is NTWT net weight. I just wouldn't think of that. I was like, calories. Yeah. Um, Grams of sh protein. Yeah, I don't typically think about the net weight of packaged food. Nor do I. So that was hard. I was going to ask you about nine down. The clue is place for trophies. And the answer is mantle. Mm -hmm. Have you ever won a trophy? Mm -hmm. cross-country mental attitude award <laughs> <laughs> i haven't just it's, it's a hint to anyone in the audience if they want to <laughs> award me one i'll take it yeah put it on my mantle yeah okay maybe for your next birthday okay should we move on yes friday september 20th by luke Vaughn, um, pretty standard fare. One across, the clue is plays with matches. And the answer is speed dates. Now, are people still doing this? or is, And has anybody found success? Right in. Because it seems just like a thing that happens on TV. Mm -hmm. I just saw um, a preview for a film that came out a while ago, but they were showing at Metrograph. Um, Blythe Danner and Sam Elliott are the stars. And um, it got me thinking about speed dates because I just saw it in the puzzle. And I think it's like for people who are kind of at the end of their rope. <laughs> And are discerning, like really discerning, because I feel like if I went to a speed dating function, I would sit down with the first person and be like, this this will work. <laughs> <laughs> this is this will do. Yeah, you seem fine. <laughs> yeah, I think I might be ready to to do speed dating. 
Are you at the end of your rope yet? I feel like you have some rope left. A little bit, but there's been several internet dates where I've gone to and after one 60 second long minute been like, okay, this is, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Um, I saw like a queer speed dating event that looked really cool and fun. So maybe there is some revival, but mm. I don't know. I don't know if it was successful, mm. but it was hosted by this girl who was in one of my improv classes and then was on an episode of High Maintenance and now it's like famous. So, so you know, it's good. Yeah. People are finding love left and right. Mm hmm being entertained in the process um 18 occurs uh-huh. it says with 19 across cotton eye joe eg answer is line dance um are you familiar with the new line dance the get up no but i can't wait for you to teach it to me <laughs> okay we'll have to watch it and maybe we can talk about it on the next episode but there is a new line dance in town and it is called the get up Wow. And it's pretty fun. Fun. So play it at your wedding. (laughs) (laughs) I love the Cotton Eye Joe. I love the cha-cha slide. I love the electric slide. But then also one time I went to an actual contra dance in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. We should go. (laughs) That sounds fun. (laughs) It was like three hours with a live band. Oh, my goodness. People just doing like. Dosey dough and <laughs> down the line and swing your partner Appalachia style. <laughs> and it was really fun. That sounds awesome. I would love to do that. But like, you you know, you go with your f- other friends who don't know how to do it. And then you have to pair up with like an old man who does know how to do it. <laughs> it's weird, but very good. Um, I made a note. Nine, oh, no, uh, 17 across. The clue is just a phone call away, say. And the answer is on retainer. That phrase just always makes me think of Goodwill Hunting when Ben Affleck's character pretends to be Matt Damon's character in a job interview and he makes them just like give him all the cash in his pocket because <laughs> they want him for the job and he's like, retainer. <laughs> retainer like $50 and give it to him do you think you can take money from anyone just by yelling retainer yeah. at them I do could, I can could you tell by my face while you're explaining that scene that I haven't seen Goodwill Hunting wow wow yeah that's a real Massachusetts must see mm-hmm. I'll check it out it's mostly about math and, um, you know, the classic scenes, mm-hmm. the apples, etc. But I think my favorite is probably when Ben Affleck, you know, grifts these like smart guys. Mm-hmm. Retainer. <laughs> Retainer. <laughs> um, what else do I have? I wrote LOL next to... 25 across funny clue comment like and now here's pam with sports pam (laughs) can i read that again comment like and now here's pam with sports pam (laughs) thanks just had to redo it 
Uh, the answer is over to you. <laughs> Funny clue. Let me try it. And now here's Pam with sports. Pam? <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. First go. Um, that was Teehee. And then 34 was Teehee. The clue is... <laughs> That may not have been entirely accurate. <laughs> and the answer is, I lied. <laughs> Long answer, that may not have been entirely <laughs> accurate. Short answer, I lied. <laughs> I like 59 across fashion portmanteau exemplified by wearing yoga pants all day. Athleisure. I do have a soft spot for athleisure <laughs> because a pant that is soft, mm -hmm. softer than a hard pant, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's nice. A hard pant. You know what I mean. That's slack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, hard pants are tough. They are. Um, I don't really own a lot of athleisure, but... Probably look great in it. Oh, definitely. And I can um, get you some. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Did you have anything else? Nope. I think we covered Friday. We covered it. For me. Saturday, September 21st. Frigging June Pock and Eric Agard, the dream team. God damn it. This hard. was so hard for me. This was... The hardest I of a I feel like their the whole vibe is like, whoa, man. Yeah. Bro, mm -hmm. open your third eye, you know? Yeah. Even as quickly as 14 across, place where you pay for what you break. Repair shop. <laughs> yeah. whoa. 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 Um, 22 across. The clue is, it usually leaves crumbs. And the answer <laughs> is eraser. Which is fine. Sure. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Whatever you say. Sure. Crumbs. Nice. Crumbs. Mm -hmm. um, so that was my general sentiment about the puzzle. Okay, guys. <laughs> All right. Okay. Crumbs. Um, 26 across. Very rich. Calorific. Okay. Okay. Sure. Um, also 16 across. Villain who says, what you know, you know. <laughs> and the answer is Iago. Whoa. <laughs> it doesn't sound. Like you know? Yeah. You fucking Oh, dude. Right. It sounds exactly like a stoner. It sounds what? like a character in Pineapple Express, not Iago. To quote Shakespeare, <laughs> what you know, you know. Okay. <laughs> Anything else here? Yep. 43 across. <laughs> 43 across. Spot starter? Answer is tea kettle. I get it. Spot of tea. You started in a kettle. Okay. What about 46 across, though? This was good. 
James, who is more than a little <laughs> forward, LeBron, because he's a forward and he's not little. He's <laughs> quite large. <laughs> uh, yeah, James threw me off. I wasn't thinking LeBron. I was thinking like, I don't know, James as a Vanderbeek. first name. <laughs> Thinking, I was stuck in in the mode of thinking of James as a first name. I wrote sexy fact next to eight down. First object made by humans to break the sound barrier. Whip. So I wrote scary. (laughs) (laughs) It is scary. The origins of the whip seem scarier than they are sexy. And... The idea of it breaking the sound barrier sounds scary. So scary. Um, But also sexy. (laughs) Yeah. Ow. Um, And then the only positive note I had (laughs) um, was about 50 across. Island off the Tuscan coast. Answer is Elba. So the only Elba I'm familiar with would be Idris. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if his name is related. Maybe. To the island of Elba. Maybe. Probably not. He's like British, right? Yep. He's really handsome. He's sexy. Um, <laughs> My mom loves him. He could... Maybe he's been there. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Probably. He can probably vacation yeah. off so like, the I, coast of Tuscany. Let's see. Where should I go? My name. Where should I go? Where sh- <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Where should I go? <laughs> uh, one down. Noted film festival site since 2002, Tribeca. Have you ever seen a film there? No, I haven't. I haven't really ever been to a major film festival. I once went on a date with to a Tribeca film festival film. Oh, yeah? Was it good? It was good. It was a documentary, very like harrowing documentary about children who come from South America to the... through Central America and to the United States on the top of trains. Like they just sit on the top of a train. Mm -hmm. All these kids. Hot date idea. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) I guess it was probably just the flex like. Yeah, I have a I got tickets to this. Yeah. Harrowing documentary. And then I was like, oh gosh, poor kids. (laughs) Yeah. I guess I'm going to go home yeah, now. I'm exactly. kind of beat. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's what I got over Saturday. Yeah, me too. Uh, what about 24 cross? Baby buggy? Larval. Uh, yeah, I wasn't familiar with that form of that word. Larval. So I had larvae. So did I. Anyway, but. Eric Agard, he's, you know, on another level. June Pock, these guys, you know. Heavy hitters. They're 
I could picture them just like going to a planetarium together <laughs> and just like hanging out. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. June, Eric, please write in. Right in. Have you been to a planetarium together? Do you want to be on the show? Come on down. Is Eric New York based? I think so. Got to get him on. Eric. Formal invitation. Come on, Eric. If you know Eric, let him know. Yeah. All right. Challenge accepted. (laughs) Um, Anything else you want to tell the people? Love you. Love you guys. All right. See you next time.